Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. On this episode, we're going to see an episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live, which is a webcast that I do every Thursday on Facebook and on YouTube for the immigrant community. If you have any immigrant questions or immigration questions, feel free to join us on Thursday for the next one. And for now, enjoy the episode. It looks like we are live. We are live. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. I am your host, Otis Landerholm. I am so happy to be with you today. We are recording this on the beautiful 7th of October of 2021. So welcome, friends. Join us. Come on in. Uh, Join the party on Facebook and YouTube. Today at The Empowered Immigrant, we're going to be talking about how do I reopen my immigration case, all right? How do we reopen? What's a motion to reopen? How do we reopen a case that was denied? And so welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, As always, we'll do this first in English and then in Spanish. So if you speak Spanish, please join us in another 30 minutes. Um, Si habla español, que venga con nosotros a las dos y media hoy mismo. All right. Thanks, everyone. So here at The Empowered Immigrant, we are here to train, to teach, to inspire, and to empower immigrants to make the most out of immigration laws and to make the most out of their lives. Today, our theme, as I mentioned, is how do I reopen my immigration case? All right. Thank you to everyone who asked questions. Um, If you have questions and if you're tuning in here, please send them to me. All right, I just got a couple of questions before this one, and so, uh, you know, we'll get to those. But uh, if you are joining us and if you've got a question, hey, send it away. That's awesome. So uh, before we get to the questions, though, I do always want to discuss the basics, okay? So if you were ordered deported by an immigration judge, all right, the basics, if you were ordered deported by an immigration judge, typically you have 30 days to file an appeal, okay? Sometimes it makes sense to file an appeal. Sometimes it's better to do what we're talking about today, which is to file a motion to reopen, all right? But what if you forgot? What if you, uh, don't forget, don't ever forget. What if you just didn't appeal? What if you did appeal, but you lost on appeal, all right? What if you've waited past the 30 days, there's no more opportunity to appeal, Sometimes a motion to reopen the case is your only option, all right? But motions to reopen are not easy. Um, There are seven kinds of motions to reopen that I want to discuss briefly today before we get into your questions, and I'm just going to rapid fire one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I'll talk a little bit about what each one is, all right? You ready for that? Motion to reopen number one is based on what they call the general authority. 
The thing about that is like, hey, you know, uh, some facts have changed. Something went wrong in the initial hearing. You got to file it within 90 days. All right. You got to show what went wrong. You got to show what the problem was. You got to show what wasn't considered in your hearing. And you got 90 days after that order to ask them to, to reopen the process and to consider this new evidence that came in. Okay. The second type of motion to reopen is when it's based on an in absentia order. What that means is, is if you didn't show up to the hearing, Sometimes it happens. Somebody was ordered deported. They didn't even know, okay? And so if they didn't know, then it's, uh, that's actually, there's another argument there, okay? Um, but if you were given notice and say, you know, you're, you had a car crash on your way, you were, you were hospitalized, you got the coronavirus, you were in the hospital on your way to the hearing, right? So if that's the situation, you've got a 180-day limit to ask the judge to reopen the case so that you can continue to fight your case in court. The third type of motion to reopen is when it is based on the ineffective assistance of counsel. All right? Your attorney messed up, okay? Um, when you can show that your previous attorney messed up, you, they, you, you were the victim of ineffective assistance of counsel, of your attorney, then, you know, you can argue to have that, um, the, the timing to be told, to be extended, to give you more time to file your motion, okay? Type of motion to reopen number four is when it's based on changed country conditions. And by that, I mean, hey, something horrible happened in my country the last month. Now, because something horrible happened in my country, I'm afraid for my life to go back to that country. So please let me reopen the case and request asylum request withholding of removal, request relief under the Convention Against Torture. That can be happened within a reasonable time of whatever that change is, typically within six months or 180 days of that change in circumstances. Got it? Motion to reopen type number five is based on VAWA. VAWA stands for the Violence, of, of Violence Against Women Act. The idea is if you are married to a U.S. citizen spouse uh, or if you have a U.S. citizen parent, uh, sometimes even a child uh, who was abusive to you, or if you have a green card holder, spouse, parent, or child who was abusive to you, sometimes you can request reopening based on VAWA. VAWA reopenings have a one-year time limit, so each different type of motion to reopen comes with a different time limit. You got to be aware of it. Type of motion to reopen number six. We're going. We're doing great. Is what's called a joint motion. Joint motions can be filed at any time, but what does that mean, joint? It means it's together. It's, it's joint between you and between the Department of Homeland Security asking the immigration judge together to reopen a case. Now, yeah, it can be filed at any time, but it is not easy to get the, the bad guys, right, typically, the attorneys on the other side to be willing to join in in our motion to reopen, it's tough to do. It can be done, but it's tough to do. And the last one is what's what we call a sua sponte motion to reopen. And that's where the immigration judge or the Board of Immigration Appeals has the authority to reopen on their own, right? If you show that there was a, you know, 
lots of equities in favor of your situation. There was something very unique that happened in your case, or there's some, uh, or you know, there would be a huge injustice if your if facts in your case weren't heard. Then okay, sometimes, sometimes it's not easy. Um, they can reopen the case. Here's what everybody's got to know. Generally speaking, when a case is closed, when a deportation order is entered, when the case is finalized, the law is like, hey, keep it finalized. It's already been done. You already had your chance. You fought your case. You lost. All right? They do, typically, they don't like to reopen a case. And you got to know that because no matter which motion to reopen you're going to try, it's like it's going to be an uphill battle. And so you got to be aware. So um, also, because of that, they only give you one chance to reopen. And so when you're going to file a motion to reopen, argue all of that stuff, right? I've, I'm arguing a motion to reopen right now that includes uh, what I'm arguing is ineffective assistance of counsel and change country conditions for asylum and a request under the sua sponte authority. Like we're arguing three of those motions all in the same, all at the same time. You can do that. You can put everything you can into it. And I highly recommend that if you're going to be filing a motion, you only get one shot at it. So you want to put everything that you can into it. You want to show what went wrong or what the problem was that caused that deportation order to begin with, and you, you want to show what you're going to apply for or what you're going to do once that case gets reopened. Okay? That's it. That's the law. That's, that's, that's really all I wanted to explain today. And so we'll get into the questions, but let me, let me just put, give you a couple of quick scenarios. So um, imagine, right, that your asylum case was denied years ago and you were ordered deported when it got denied. But imagine that last month there was some crazy coup, right? The, a new regime took power in your country. Now your country is more dangerous than ever for you to return. Okay, that's a potential motion to reopen. Got it? Second scenario. Imagine you were ordered deported years ago, but only because your prior attorney messed up. They made a mistake, or they, they weren't prepared, or they didn't do their job well. Okay, maybe, maybe your case was their very first case, and they had no clue what they were doing, and they didn't take the time to like seek out a mentor, or seek out help, or to do the research they needed to do, and your case got denied as a result. All right, okay, in that situation, you might be eligible for a motion to reopen. You're going to have to show that they messed up, and you're going to show that the mess up prejudiced your case. You got to show how it may caused a problem for your case. Third, imagine that you were ordered deported years ago, but imagine that now you're married to a U.S. citizen. You've got U.S. citizen children. You're eligible for a green card. All right. Sometimes you might try a motion to reopen under the sua sponte grounds or under the joint grounds, asking the Department of Homeland Security to join a motion to reopen. Um, so that you can give it a shot, right? And, and try to reopen that case and to apply for a green card. Okay, does that help? I hope that helps. So, all right, thanks everybody. I'm gonna get to your questions now, so thank you for asking them. I've just got three questions here, and so, you know, keep them coming if you've got questions about it. 
Um, so uh, your first question comes from George. George, thank you so much for submitting your question. George, you say, I was convicted of a marijuana possession charge, and then I was ordered deported. Now my possession charge got vacated. It's no longer on my record. Can I reopen my case? Man, George, thank you. Thank you. That's a great question. All right, that's a great question. The answer is maybe, okay? The answer is maybe, and, and maybe there is a way to reopen your case now. But uh, what we need to look at is, you know, if you were to reopen your case, what would you apply for? Like, for example, George, are you married now to a U.S. citizen? Are, are you, like, what type of case did you have originally? Did you, were you fighting for asylum? I don't, it doesn't say where you're from. I'm not sure. Uh, are you eligible for asylum? What did you try to apply for in that first case? All right. Really, the first step in your case is to review the record carefully. And this is true for a lot of people filing motions to reopen. Let's first review the record carefully. And that way we can give you good advice about whether or not a motion to reopen could help you and whether or not it's a good strategy and, and, and kind of how, what the best strategy would be to try and get it reopened. Maybe it can. Maybe you can file a motion to reopen. And so, George, you know, like, give us a call. I'd love to request all your records, look at them carefully, see what we can do. Okay? And, by the way, George, great job getting that possession charge vacated. That is no small feat. I know that takes a lot of work. And so, great job. All right? Great job. Well done. Okay, the next question comes from Rosa. All right, Rosa, thank you for your question. Rosa says, uh, good afternoon, lawyer. I was ordered deported in 2012. I was 22 at that time. Uh, I'm now 31. My life has changed. I think my attorney didn't do a good job back then. What can be done? I want to get a green card so I can work. Right now, I don't have any status. Okay, I got it. Rosa, thank you. Uh, all right, thank you for sharing. It can, it can be horribly frustrating to... Uh, you know, be kind of stuck without status and without the opportunity to, um, you know, to apply for a green card or work authorization. So thank you for sharing that. I feel your pain and your frustration. Uh, let's see if we can do something about it, okay? So to start this case, we first of all want to request all of your immigration records. You mentioned that, you know, back in 2012, that you think your attorney didn't do a good job. Well, let's, let's request all those records. Let's see the transcripts. Let's see what was done. Um, you might be eligible to reopen your case. These cases are not easy. We want to review everything carefully, okay? Please give us a call. Our number is here. Uh, Rosa, please give us a call. We can discuss it in greater depth. We'd love to do that, okay? Perfect. The next question, my last question right now, uh, anyway, so if you've got a question, send it in. My next question comes from Priya. Okay, Priya, thank you so much for your question. Your question is, I am a VAWA petitioner. Okay, all right, VAWA, Violence Against Women Act, great. I am a VAWA petitioner. I filed an I-360 last year, the, the VAWA petition. Last year, November of 2020, I received a prima facie letter for benefits. That's a good sign, good job. My 12-year-old daughter is added on as a derivative for the I-360 petition. She's currently in India. Can she come over to the U.S. to join me? Um, because it looks like she has some safety concerns 
Um, thank you for your suggestions. All right, Priya, thank you. You know, thank you for asking this question. That's a great question. Um, it's not a motion to reopen question, but it's still a great question. All right, and we should do a whole training on VAWA now that you're now that you're bringing this up. So this is great. So here's the thing: if your 12-year-old was approved for VAWA on an I-360, then yes, you know, you can consular process an I-360 petition, um, and you could enable her to join you in the U.S. Now, did you say though that? Well, you just filed it in November of last year. So it sounds like you haven't won a green card through VAWA yet, and the I-360 isn't approved yet. Right now, you just have a prima facie letter saying, hey, it probably will be approved. Your case is prima facie eligible. You're eligible to get a work permit. So here's the way it works. You have to, my understanding is you have to have the I-360 approval first before that can go to the National Visa Center and coordinate a consular interview in India for your daughter. Okay, so you might need to wait a little bit more time is what, is what I'm saying. You might need to wait until the actual, you have the approval notice on the I-360 for you and for your daughter. And we want to make sure that your case was filed properly so that that I-360 is routed to the State Department through the National Visa Center so that we can get your daughter, you know, the stamp in her passport so she can get on a plane and enter the U.S. Okay? So, um, you know, uh, the other thing is, okay, did you, did you apply for a green card through VAWA or did you only apply for the I-360? It might be worth kind of reviewing your VAWA filing to make sure everything was done properly for you and for your daughter. But the bottom line is, yes, once your VAWA petition is approved, uh, your daughter sh should be able to consular process on that VAWA petition. Okay? Priya, thank you so much for that question. That is all that I've got, everybody. That is all that I've got. It's 2.24 in the afternoon on the 7th of October. Um, and so thank you, everyone. Look, I hope this was helpful. If you have other questions, send them to me. You know, we're, we're here. I'm here to answer questions. We do that, you know, we, we're, we're lawyers. Uh, we are here to help people through their challenging immigration issues. And so if you've got a challenging immigration issue, hey, give us a call. Also, if this was useful, please subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. Click the notifications bell, and you'll be eligible for additional updates and news and things like that as soon as we upload additional videos, okay? And always, if you have an immigration case... I mean, we're here to help you. So, so give us a call. We'd love to do that. Thank you so much for being with me, everyone. Thank you so much. My name is Otis Landerholm. I'm the founding attorney here at Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream. And we will see you on the next episode of the Empowered Immigrant Live. Thanks so much. Best of luck with your motion to reopen. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. If you like what you heard and if you want to learn more, please go to landerhomeimmigration.com forward slash podcast.